The Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded Australia's most trusted energy provider by CanStar three times. Maybe it's time you switch to Red. And for Prince Wine Store, Bank Street, South Melbourne and delivering Australia-wide, princewinestore.com.au. Dear Caro and Corrie, for LO Botanicals, Tasmanian all-natural botanical facial oils. And it's that time of week again for Dear Caro and Corrie. This week, no Caroline Wilson because she is on a family holiday and we hope she's having a great time. But Miss Jane, Jane Neal, the producer of Don't Shoot the Messenger, is stepping into the advisor's chair. Hello, Janie. Hello, Corrie. I'm not sure I'm qualified in any way to be providing <laughs> advice, but I'm going to read the question for you because oh, it's a cracker. <laughs> okay, away you go. And of course, don't forget we are doing this um, thanks to the wonderful team at LO Botanicals. You use it. I use it every single day and possibly night. So um, if you have got a dilemma product. or a question, send it to us, feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au and we might be sending you a little prize pack for being the uh, questioner of the week. So dear Carrie and Corrie slash me, I hope you're doing well. I'm reaching out for advice on a sensitive matter I'm facing as a recently single mother. The issue revolves around my inability to afford expensive restaurants when I go out with my siblings and their families. I'm unsure how to approach this without causing a fuss or hurt feelings. Since becoming a single mother, I've had to manage my finances very carefully. Unfortunately, this means that I can no longer keep up with the costs of dining at expensive restaurants, which my family regularly enjoy. I understand that they may not be fully aware of my financial situation since I've tried my best to just get on with things and not drown in the whole divorce saga. And when I'm with them, it's the last thing I want to do it's the last thing I want to talk about or focus on. What I'm struggling with is finding a way to suggest more affordable dining options or other activities without feeling embarrassed or ashamed about my financial limitations. We're super close and I appreciate they would absolutely have a strong willingness to pay for me and my three children. But after coming out of a financially controlling marriage, I want to be independent and not feel indebted to anyone. How can I have a conversation with them about this without coming across as complaining or making them feel guilty or worse, sounding like a victim. They genuinely enjoy fancy restaurants and I don't want to spoil the fun for them. However, it's important to me to continue spending quality time with them without compromising my financial stud without compromising my financial stability or independence. I greatly value any guidance or advice you can provide on how to approach this. Kind regards, a single mum. Oh, I think that'll hit home with a lot of people, Corey. Ah, a single mum. Well, Jane and I have been single mums, so I can't say that our advice is going to be uh, <laughs> the best, but it is coming from a place of experience. So when I became a single mum, I had three kids uh, around the ages of, I suppose, six, and 10 and 12, something like that, Jane. And it, we, I was in the thick of it in terms of, their sport paraphernalia, their their dad was paying school fees and those meeting those sorts of expectations and, and commitments, but it was all of the other things, the camp, the holiday program. Uh, the shoes just alone. Yeah. And, for, and for me, childcare because I yeah. was working. So I was on a strict budget and I still am in many ways. And I just found um, having gone from one life and life expectation to another, the best thing to do is just to be honest, particularly with those you love, whether they're great friends or whether they are family. And you just have to be honest. And I think that um, when um, single mum says here, 
um, she wants to have a conversation without sounding as though she's complaining or making them feel guilty or sounding like a victim. I think you actually just start the conversation with your siblings in that way and you just say, look, I know that you all love and we all love going out to restaurants and you guys can still do that, but I just want you to get uh, have a real understanding of where I'm at. And I'm not saying this because I want to be a victim and I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty or anything like that, but I just need you to know that I'm bringing in X number of dollars a week or a month and X number is going out and to go to restaurants is really tough for me, but I don't want to lose this connection. Can we have all in at my place? Everybody brings a plate or just come to my house and I'll feed you all, you know, once a month or once every couple of months, bring the kids, let's have it all in, let's just have a great time as a family and maybe that's what you do. Certainly, Jane, in my social life when this happened to me, I pivoted completely to at-homes. Mm. And and indeed, you know, girls saying, we must have a girls' night. And I kept thinking, oh, gosh, you know, after a year of girls' nights, you kind of crave a bit of male company. You know, some of the husbands were like brothers to me, saying you stop yeah. seeing them all of a sudden. That's a whole nother thing. But I think being able to do family things, and certainly my brother and sister-in-law were brilliant like this, and we'd bath and feed, literally bath and feed the kids, and then we'd have a glass of wine, something to eat, and then I'd put the, my kids in the back of the car, drive home, and everybody had had a cheap and cheerful, fantastic night. So I think single mum, you can find the way. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think, and to be honest, I don't think this is just a single mum thing either, although, you know, I'm in that situation, a co-parent, but, you know, it's my budget that I'm dealing with. I think after the 12th interest rate rise in 12, 12 months, there's a lot of people in couples with dual incomes who would be facing this. And I think it's difficult because my circle of friends, we all tend to have similar values, which is we want to see each other and we want to be able to hang out. And really the food is a little bit, you know, by the by, but I'm a fan of actually inviting people over. Um, I've actually got my older sister coming from Adelaide for the long weekend and we thought, oh, we'll go out, we'll do something special. And then when I thought in my head, hang on a second, this is going to be with three or four kids, six adults. This is like a four or $500 dinner just for a you know, sushi in Ballarat. We can go and buy the best steak possible at the butcher, which normally I'd go, I'm not spending that much. But come to my house. The kids can I'll run cook. around in the garden. Yeah. And look, it depends on how old the children are. But I think often if you just openly admit and say, look, for the same price, can you come to my place and I'm happy to host? I think you do need to be honest because a lot of people may not even think twice. Like if you're on a substantial salary or a family budget where you're not having to think about interest rates and the mortgage payments, and you may just be completely oblivious to the fact that that couple hundred dollars for dinner for your sister who's a single mum is a lot of money. So I agree with you, Corey. The honesty is really important in this. And I don't think you have to be worried about being a whinger or, you know, oh, woe is me. I think in this day and age where so many people are facing budget yeah. issues. And, and people and people respect that. So, Jane, an interesting example of that is, as you know, I'm trying to get away on a holiday mm. and I've had a, a holiday bank account going for a year and I've had no qualms in saying to friends and indeed my brother and family and so on, no, I've got to save for the budget. I've got to save for the overseas trip. I've got to save yeah. for the holiday. I really want to go. This is my goal. This is my plan. I don't feel embarrassed saying that anymore. It's not no. that I don't love you or I don't want to be with you, but maybe there's another way we can get together. We had a thing um, in the recession that we had to have, the Paul Keating recession in 1990, 
1991, around that period, it was pretty bleak in Victoria. Pyramid had collapsed. There was a national recession. Interest rates were like 18%. It was just an <laughs> awful time. And we all had little kids and we all decided that we still wanted to keep seeing one another because going out together was what we used to do, go to restaurants. So we invented this thing called the recession dinner party. Caro and Brendan were a part of it. Mm. And so every... I don't know, maybe it was every three or four months, we'd rotate the houses and each of us would go out of our way to cook a beautiful course. So it wasn't just like bring a box of snags and throw them on the barbecue. We really went to Jeff Slattery, friend of the pod. He and Sally were involved and at that stage they were in the restaurant game. So we realised that we were... So we really did go to a lot of effort to cook the beautiful cassoulet or the or the chocolate chocolate souffle, whatever it was, but we shared the load and we shared the houses and, and we all bought our own wine and it was such a successful way to do it. But it's all about being honest because we were all young, struggling um, marrieds then and we all had two or three kids and we were all in the thick of it. So I think for single mum, just to be able to say, particularly if they're your siblings, I would just open up and just be really honest. But I think those words that you have used in your letter, single mum, which is you don't want to sound complaining, you don't want to make your siblings feel guilty and you don't want to sound like a victim. Just say that. Just yeah. be absolutely upfront and say that. Yeah. Guys, this is not about you. It's actually not about me. It's about the economy. And I also think, depending on the age of the children, if we're talking sort of, you know, early teens and teenagers, I think the art of the dinner party is being lost on Uber Eats and dining out. Perhaps you can even spin it and say, we would really like to entertain you. The kids are going to make the dessert or the entree. Or Great idea. Would your children like to be part of, you know, and even if that is you spend a hundred bucks on prawns and everyone sits around and shells them beforehand, you're mm. actually creating a family event that will start to pass on that love of food and perhaps even cooking food to the next generation because it's so easy just and then to after go to dinner, a restaurant. After dinner, have a charade, game of charades with the yeah. kids. And yep. you can't do that at a restaurant. Yep. It's a really good letter, single mum. Thank you for being in touch with us. And um, Jane, I don't know whether we've solved the problems of the world there, but <laughs> we've got a few suggestions. Oh, look, I think honesty in this current economic climate is absolutely the must. There is absolutely no point in pretending that you can keep up with the lifestyle that you might have once had and ending up in a heap and not being able to pay your mortgage. So and I one think- of the upsides of COVID and lockdown was that we, it, it was all, it was, as we've said a million times on this podcast, simple pleasures. Oh, absolutely. Embrace them. Oh, thank you so much. And single mum, I hope we can uh, help out with a little prize pack from Ello Botanicals. Of course, I'll put all of the links in the show notes. Uh, the wonderful team at Ello, also, if you would like to purchase perhaps for a gift or a, a you know special occasion, um, MESS20 is a promo code you can use. There's a link in the show notes. You can go through to their website website, check out all the products and receive a 20% discount and send us your dilemma to feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. Corrie, a lot of people want to remain anonymous and I totally understand that because their friends and family listen to the podcast as well. So We hope they do. Well, trust me, if you have a little sensitive one or perhaps something more lighthearted or even just frivolous. Yes, you could be John from Brighton. <laughs> trust the fact that uh, we won't put your full name on the podcast and we'll be able to uh, maybe address your dilemma without our you. So send us your email, feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. Don't